0: Hello, everyone. My name is Jackie. Um, I go about a late, late uh, night.
1: I'm going to start over.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to prayforphilly.com. I have a special guest on the um, line today. This is actually a special, I never ever really do this, honestly. But we had a guest this morning on a Pray for fully call. I'm going to call him. Ricky. Ricky, right? That's your, um, yeah. that's your stage name, right, Ricky? Billy Rick. Billy Rick. Billy Rick. Yeah. So, um, Billy Rick called into the line this morning. Uh, for those of you who are not aware of uh, what we do on the Pray for Filling line every morning, every morning at 6 o'clock a.m., we come together and we pray for the healing and the destruction of gun violence in the city of Philadelphia. The prayer is followed by a meditation that we do to get censored to help us to move throughout our day in peace and in light and to be able to take that peace and light and to transfer it to others as we come in contact with them. At the end of the call, we always have a call um we open the lines to have people to you know, if they have any questions or if they want to share about any organizations or anything that they want, they may want to have a testimony. Well today at the end of our call we had this brother on the line, um, Billy Rick, that is his stage name. He's um he's a comedian, but that is not the reason why he was on the call today. He got on the call today to share um his experience with gun violence. And um I was so moved by his testimony that I called him and I was like, you know, people need to hear your story. So I called to have this conversation with him so that we can get down to understand I'm I am trying, like a lot of you out there, are really trying to understand the mindset of our young people, um, that's involved in the homicides of Philadelphia. To date, there have been three hundred murders, three hundred homicides. Now, that's not including the people that got shot but not killed. There have been 300 homicides in the city of Philadelphia, and it's baffling and it's heartbreaking. And, you know, we are trying to understand why and how this is happening because I want to understand how we can help heal this situation because I already know that my my mindset is that hurt people hurt people. And I feel like the fact that 14-year-olds are killing each other out here, that means that us as an adult have failed our babies. And it's time for us to get back to loving, being loving people. It's time for us to get back to being a community that helps, not a community that hurts our people. But this brother got on the phone this morning, and he shared his story, and I was so moved by it that I wanted to have a personal interview with him so that I could share with everybody because we need to hear his story. Uh, Billy Rick has been shot 21 times, 21 times, 21 times. He was involved in the culture that's happening right now that's causing a genocide in our city. So I wanted to talk to him so that we can get an understanding of what the mindset might be of that culture and those young people out there who is committing these crimes, and so that's why I have him on here. I really, um, I think that you guys are going to be really moved by his story, but we also are here for answers
1: and solutions. And,
0: I, and as I always say, with really the conversation the change, change starts with the conversation. So we're going to have a conversation this morning, um, Billy Rick. Yeah. How are you doing this morning, sir? I'm
2: doing good. I'm always good.
0: Uh, so first, I just want to thank you again for agreeing to have this conversation with me and allowing me to record it for the public. I appreciate that. I just feel like that after listening to your story, first of all, I know that you are here for a reason, and I do believe that the reason that you are here is right for this moment that we're having right now when it comes to all of this craziness that we're dealing with. We need to understand that thing, and I think that you are a person that can not only help us understand it, but that I think that your story can actually help young people to come out of that thing. You know, I think that you could be a have a your story can have a powerful impact on the young men out there who's um actually living that thing right now. But I'm gonna shut up because like you you know. You only met me the today, now, but you
2: know I can talk. <laughs> y'all have to set up, but uh, the problem is uh, they glorifying the wrong thing. You know what I mean? They 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 glorify music and what's being poked on through social media. Like you got a guy, I'm gonna say uh Boosie. Majority of the kids know Boosie, but he he acting a certain way or portraying life as a certain way so now the kids looking at Boosie and knowing he from the from the inner city so now they wanna be like well, him uh, or Chief Keith. Like he down at Chief Keith, like wasn't nobody going around saying we stepping or drilling on somebody until uh Chief Keith got introduced to the whole world. Mm-hmm. Now it's like a little Chicago in every inner city.
0: I never um. thought about that, but you're absolutely right about that. It's just like um back in the day, and I'm going I love this music. I love that music but when like it's sort of like when um the gang culture um we was introduced to a different type of gang culture when n w a came out
2: yeah well we really we really didn't adapt to it 'cause we we still have. Uh, Philly rappers that was still more popular than them. Yeah, New York rappers that was more popular than them. But it was educating them, though. Mm,
0: right, right. So before we get into that, because we do want to talk about um, all of these things. But tell the people your story. Who is Billy Rick, and how is Billy Rick get shot twenty-one times?
2: What well, part? Of, are you from Philly, born
0: and raised in Philly?
2: No, no, I'm actually from Chester. Chester, okay. Well, outside of Philly. Okay. It, it ain't no difference though. It's the same no, thing. No,
0: I, I, I know it's not. <laughs> know, I'm well aware of Chester. Yeah,
2: It's, yeah, a, it's the you. same thing, like, it, it, and, and I can't understand it. it it's funny though, because my whole life I, I want to. Philly to have my fun, like I I went to Philly to play basketball and just walk around because ain't nobody know me, so wasn't nobody looking for me I'm there.
1: Wow,
0: wow. So so tell us tell us your story
2: well, as much as you can so you know. well my you know mine like I said earlier mine started when I was seven when my father went to jail. Mm-hmm. Like in the hood, like I don't mean to say the hood, but in the city, it was based off tough love. Everybody don't need tough love. Some of them children just need to be loved. Wow. Yeah. Cause emptiness. Like if if I can't get it home, I gotta find somewhere to get it. Right. 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 Well, what
0: What's about so you of? say your father? Your father went to jail.
2: But yeah. your mother was there, right? She, she, she was occupied with her life. Wow. She had to she had to maintain the house by herself. She had three children. She had to close and feed and keep a house over there by herself. Like, she was, some, I guess, too strong for her own will.
1: Wow. And she had
2: opportunities, like, I had an uncle that wanted her to, my dad brother told her she could have moved to California or North Carolina with him. And she said no because she had no friends in them places. So it was like, all right, you're turning down a better chance for your children because you don't have friends.
0: Wow. So you say, so, so, There was a difference when your father was in the house as opposed to just your mom.
2: You felt the
1: difference. Um. Of course,
2: I I wanted for nothing.
1: Mm. My dad and
2: my mom was married. I didn't. I didn't Mm. grow up not having. I grew up having.
1: Okay. Mm.
2: So I actually had it, and then I had it taken away.
1: Wow.
0: So why why, so, why did your dad get locked up? What did he get locked up for?
2: He he cheated on my mom, and the girl wanted him to leave my mom, and he refused, and she said she would he, he raped her.
1: What? Oh yeah, dad, I'm losing. Yeah. I, I
0: wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that one. I thought you was gonna say he was selling drugs or something.
1: <laughs> no,
2: he, he, is a, he is a. hard-working man
1: though.
2: Wow. Uh, hey, he just had that a woman problem.
0: A lot of men have a woman problem. How long was he like up for for that?
2: Twenty-one years.
1: What? Wow. Yeah.
2: He stood on his he stood on his word. He said I didn't do it. So anytime he went up for parole, he said I didn't do it. So they maxed him out. Wow! 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 That's that's
1: something.
2: And that was the only thing (laughs) missing in my puzzle growing up with him. Yeah, you know
0: what? Right now. It's a thing where a lot of people are getting out of jail because um they were wrongfully accused. You know, and you hear a story like this. And look at and and, that's, and I'm glad you I'm glad that I asked you about that and I am I'm glad that we spoke about it because uh what you just now said, you know, your father was taken away from you and that was the one thing that um basically changed your life with a for the negative. And what that shows is how important it is, you know, for us to have that family unit. And we have so many men locked up in jail today. I hope that the brothers of who listen to this, you get this, like how important you are to your kids, to your very, kids. Wow. Very. Especially
2: for young
1: men. Yeah, for,
2: especially. From, from, from my son... To see me shot was like uh the worst thing I I ever did to him, like Oh wow. He's he's 'cause he always seen me strong. He never seen me like laid down and not able to do nothing for myself. So mm-hmm. they actually I got shot one time on my shoulder. And then I got shot 13 times. That's when I lost my eye. I got shot in the
0: neck twice. And I got paralyzed. Wow. So let's, 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 before we before we get into that, I want to get back to you being seven years old. Because I want to understand how somebody, you know, what that lifestyle looks like that you end up getting shot that many times. So at seven, your father went to jail. So, uh,. How does your what, how does your life change from there? So, try to I'm trying well, to i to understand how a person I, ends up getting shot twenty
2: one times. Yeah. All well,
0: right.
2: Boom at seven. After my father go to jail, I got um blame for my father's sins. Whatever my father did, I was told you wasn't gonna be nothing but just like your father. Wow. And what did but that come from? Did that come from your mom? The household, yep. My mom, her sisters, a couple of the, I, I had an evangelist of a church tell me that. Oh my
0: goodness. He was her next door neighbor.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It,
2: was like, it was like her and my mom set me up. I was about to go in the house. I, as, soon, as soon as I go in the house, my mom was like, uh, Miss wants you. As soon as I go to open Miss Lee's uh, screen door, she busts out the door. So I was like, "Oh, that was a setup." <laughs> so so like, the whole time, I'm, by them saying that to me, I kept asking myself, "That well, who am I?" Like I was looking for who I was the whole time. Wow. And how
0: old How old were you when the, the
2: evangelist told you that? I was. I was. I nine. So much happened nine, to me at nine.
1: Hmm. At nine,
2: so much happened. At nine, hmm. that happened when I was nine. The only person that would talk to me was a cousin of my of my of mine and my father, but he was my my father's first cousin. He would be my second cousin, but he was a junkie. Wow! Only person that gave me their time of day. Everybody else said I was annoying because I always had questions. Mm. I wanted to learn.
1: Right.
2: Uh, I don't come from a learning family. Mm. So to them, I was annoying because I was asking questions about life. Mm.
0: So,
2: so I want to. I want to. I
0: want to just stop you right there, and I want to just make a make um a comment. Um, on the prayer call in the morning one thing that we always talk is about the power of what we say and what we think and how we feel and how whatever we say and think and feel, that we manifest that thing. And what you just now said was was powerful and um, speaks to that because, um, as Ricky said, you know, people speak. So it's a, it's a book I'll call. If you guys get a chance to read this book, read this book. It's a book called, it's called The Four Agreements. And um I had a mentor happy to read this book. And in the four agreements it says that if somebody says something to you and you agree with it, then it comes true. Although and we we all know these principles, you know, most of us have always been taught about the power of words and the power of the tongue and how they really are powerful. So like you were spoke. You, people told you that you were just like your father. People told you that you were nothing, and you believed them.
2: It's, you it's believe, the it, whole, yeah, it was yeah. like the whole village against me, though. Wow. Like I couldn't fight my way out of a wet paper bag during that time. I'm like, yo, my mental was gone, Like the only protection I had was going.
0: Well you it know, I'll like, tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. When you talk about how your mom told you those things, I can see that. And the reason why I can see that, because that was a lady who was, and that's another thing I tell people, you know, we pray that we don't become bitter because of our circumstances and cold because of our circumstances. Because what I hear is that your mother was hurt by your father. I mean, the reason why he left his family was because of another woman. Even though she lied, your mom is still hurt because it was a woman that he was cheating on her with.
1: Yeah. And you
0: went out here and stepped out on your family, and now you're not here to be there for us because you went out here and cheated on her. He not only cheated on her, he cheated on his family. And because you cheated on your family, the woman you cheated on your family with, You know, she has you locked up and has you permanently taken away from your family. But the thing about it is, is that it sounds like your mom wasn't able to heal from that thing. And because she became hurt and bitter, that bitter, you know, she poured that thing into you. Because you probably look like your dad. Do you look like your father? You do or you don't?
2: I look like
0: you. Yeah, I I figured that. And every time she see you, she see him. And that's you know, and that's and that so I can see when you say that she was um you know, you know pouring all this stuff into you this negativity, she was you know that's because you reminded her so much of him which was wrong, but um you know but I but I that's what I thought when you were saying those things so yeah so go ahead and continue I just wanted to, to highlight that how powerful this is this is this is good conversation you know mothers need to hear this. Because, you know, we become so bitter sometimes because of the relationships. Maybe it's a relationship that we're in, and the man do not even want to be with us, and we take it out on their kids. And we want, like, I've always said that what's going on out here when it's 14 year olds killing each other is an adult's fault. Because there's something that they did not get when they were supposed to get when they needed it the most. So, and you just improved all of that. And with your particular, you know, in this situation, you just spoke to all of that. So I'm sorry. I just wanted to highlight that, man. Wow. That, and I want to say this too: we need to start being more intentional and more conscientious about the relationships that we're in, and who we have kids by, and how we form relationships. We we need to have more healthier relationships. We want to say we want and we want we don't want to have a a uh, um, generation of children killing us. Then we need to be we need to start being more intentional about who we connect with and how we parent. We need to be more. We need. If we, you know, people. You know, if anybody can have a child. We need to start being educated on how to uh, raise our kids and how to be able to manage our emotions so that we don't take out our hurts and our pains we our babies.
2: Wear babies. I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you continue. you're yeah, good. But that's the truth. Like, I, I had my, my dad older the brother. I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm 11 or 12. Still a straight age student. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I, w- I want to go to Notre Dame. Wow. So he come get me. It's the date. Like, Honestly, this was the only person I looked up to because he was, like, in his service. I see him with his wife. I see how he handled with his kids. So this is who I was admired as a kid, only mm-hmm. person ever. Up until this day, he was like, what do you want to be when you get older? I said, very proudly, I'm been running back for Notre Dame. He told me I couldn't <laughs> do that.
1: Wow. He blatantly
2: said, "Oh, you can't do that." He didn't say why. I ain't even asked because I got tired of people saying I'm annoying when I ask questions. Mm. I just kept walking with him, and we wouldn't play basketball. Wow,
1: wow.
0: And 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 I want to speak to that, uh, you know, about how that one you you know you probably had many conversations, but that one. Conversation resonated with you. You know, people don't understand how our interactions could be so impactful. You know what I mean? I get you. I understand. You know, know, myself, you know, I, I was a high school dropout, you know, and I used to come to school late every single day. I was a mess. I'd be the first to say that. Okay, from a broken home, like a lot of people in the inner city, I grew up in the inner city, and I didn't have anything. You know what I mean? And I used right. to come to school late all the time. And I remember my first period teacher, you, you know, she used to get mad at me, but I used to be, you know, a little loud or whatever. I mean, I, was, I wasn't I was a good kid, right? I'd be the first to admit that. But what she told me was that she, one day I came to school late, and she goes, Jackie, I don't even know why you come to school. You might as well drop out. I dropped out mm-hmm. that day.
2: Heard that
1: that thing. day. Yeah. It's that was I remember that hmm.
2: Alright. It's crazy, alright. No, I'm sorry. You go ahead and finish
0: your story. No, 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 no. I, I was, uh, um, mm-hmm.
2: because cause you, cause you said something that was said, to, like, the uh, school counselor said that to me, like, wow. you don't even come to school, so I, I don't even know why you want to come back.
1: Wow. Every,
2: every time, like, I'm not jiving, like every time i made my made my way back on on course,
1: mm-hmm. it's like
2: the devil don't want me on a course for a reason. you full something like my my last eligible eligible year to play football
1: mm-hmm.
2: I'm like I'm hyped, I know I got to start and winning back spot in my mind I'm gonna get a scholarship. That's all I'm thinking about is the scholarship. I said, listen, mm-hmm. you know you can do this work. You go and get this scholarship. Get your mom and I'm out of here.
1: Wow. Man,
2: the, the devil sent one of my baby cousins to me, crying. Oh, I'm a bum this. I look like this. I already had a taste of money already, and I walked away from it. I'm only 17. I was hustling, going to school. Just to help my mom, for real, for real. I didn't hustle to look good. I was for bills and food and clothes.
0: Wow. And what is... Me, I just have a problem. I have ask you about that. So, did she know you were hustling?
2: No, nah, I was just selling weed. I told her like I played cards a lot.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha.
2: Okay. So, but the, 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 my profit was going to the house or to my baby sister. So, mm. like, I never... I never was the type to do something for the eyes of the people. I always had, I needed the reason to do what I was doing.
1: Right, right.
2: So my little cousin come walking down the alley crying. I'm like, what is you crying for? He pointed at his sneakers. I got holes in my sneakers. I'm a bum. Everybody mm-hmm. teasing me. I'm looking at him like, Yo, I don't even do nothing no more, man. Like, yo, I went back to school. He pleaded for my help. I'm like, ah, and I gave in. I gave in. I stayed outside for a whole week. I had $5 he had 5
1: I turned that $10 into $800 a week.
2: Wow. Wow. So I was like, "Um, uh, I got sucked right back in. I wound up getting locked up, and I missed my uh my chance to play football.
1: wow not
2: not being aware of the circumstances or what's going on? Not even knew they like, not even knew I got one foot in and one foot out. Nobody even talked to me about having one foot in." And, one foot out at that time, mm. so I'm like, I'm just living, like basically just living, like a, like like a like a hole in the concrete. Right? I'm supposed to be here or I'm not. Right? I know I'm here though, so like I, I never had nobody like say, Yo, do not you try this and just leave this alone?
1: Mm. Every.
2: Everybody always looked at me and was like, oh, all right, that's right. right. He's going to do what he want to do. whole time I'm looking for somebody to teach me something. Wow. The people that were supposed to teach me ain't teaching me, so somebody from the street snatched me up.
1: Hmm.
2: And that's how I got introduced to the streets.
1: Wow.
2: I didn't want to be in the streets. I wanted to play football.
1: Hmm.
2: But they seen they that I was aggressive. They seen I was strong. They seen I was fast. So they turned me into a tomb.
1: Wow. I'm
2: like I didn't I, I didn't know I was getting used, I I thought I was being loved. Like I never really knew what love was.
1: Oh my God.
2: So, yeah, oh, he take me out, buy me some clothes, buy me some sneaks. Yo, my mom do not even do me like this.
1: Wow.
2: Oh, him, hey, take this money and put it in your pocket. Oh, I ain't, I ain't got to do nothing for it. Oh, how bet. you back? Ooh. Unless you know, a gun get passed in my
1: head.
2: Hmm. Now, we're about to go rob this guy. I don't know, nothing about robbing nothing. Nothing at all. I just know I'm fast and I'm strong. Hmm.
1: Wow.
0: Um, So that's how you got introduced to that lifestyle and that culture. Hmm. Yeah. And I get it. I get it. The same way you was used is the same way a lot of women are used. When I sit there and listen to you, how you say, um, you know, they gave you what other people didn't give you. And that felt uh-huh. like love to you. A lot of women, they're brought into, I was watching um, one of them documentaries that um, I think Ice-T did about, you know, pimping women and things of that nature. It is the same thing, how they bring, they bring women, they know that they're broken, and they offer them something that they, they consider is love. And because mm-hmm. of that they get they go out a trick for them. So it sounds like they say now I'm I'm not call you no know, trick or nothing.
2: Look <laughs> no, <you laughs> cool. like, I'm you not cool. saying that right. <laughs> You're cool. but I was tricked. Yeah I was tricked.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing. It, it like, ain't no different,
2: like, but the, the crazy thing is this though. Mm-hmm. They was tricked as well.
1: Right. Right.
2: That's why they doing what they doing. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's, but, a, it's a the little, same thing with somebody. Somebody show you love and you ain't been getting love. They put a gun in your hand. You do whatever you want to do for the people yeah. that love you. Whatever need to be done. They learned it
2: from wow. somewhere.
0: You're right. You're right. And that's what we do. Um, it's called generational curses. Yeah.
1: Generational
0: curses, And so, you know, in our community, when I I listen to you and everything that you just said confirms um, something that, you know, we have been talking about, we've been looking for solutions to this thing. And that is a solution. A solution really is mentorship. It really is is. connecting. Yeah. It really is love.
2: The places that do it is like schools
1: mm mm-hmm. i yeah. look,
2: i wrote this whole i wrote this whole thing out in two thousand and, and yeah in two thousand it was like i uh, i asked i asked um the city council to give me permission to get uh, attendance for kids in their progress report weekly mm-hmm. for parents that can't keep up with their kids
1: mm-hmm.
2: but like I said at that time I still had one foot in and one foot out right. I wasn't ready, ready. And, when, and what I was calling it I was calling it showing interest in your interest
1: mm-hmm.
2: meaning we showing interest in your children mm. you know what I mean and and I'm pretty sure if a child knows he's being watched, his actions will change.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say that every child needs to know that somebody um is rooting for them. They just need one person that's rooting for them. Mm.
2: It's it's encouragement, right? I and then just imagine this, I right? the, the same people that Checking up on you, come knocking at your door. Like, is everything all right at home? Did you eat? You need to go anywhere? How you feel today? Like, every kid right now is dealing with a death of a family member or mm-hmm. a friend. Right. Every kid on every level in life right now. Wow. Your question Good. to yourself should be uh how can I get that heat out that kid before it boils you up and spoil out. Mm. Like that that's what your question should be to yourself. You you wanna revert their mindset like you 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 wanna put uh building blocks in front of you. You you, you want them to come out of a situation thinking different. You want to create obstacles for them mentally, though. When you feel this way, do you notice how you act? When you feel this way, if they can answer that question, you are able to be helped. Mm.
1: Okay.
2: Well, because they think it's the norm now. They think pain is normal. Mm. I, yeah, I, you I put it, you... I, mm-hmm. Look, I'm going
1: to
2: put it to you like this, right? Mm-hmm. I lost I lost my sister uh, last year in September, right? Mm-hmm.
1: The following week, I lost my grandma. Oh, my God. So so what? An illness? Or? It
2: was, my, my sister had a heart attack. My grandma was old.
1: Okay.
2: And then, and so then I, I
1: lost... That's it. not right. Mm-hmm. And then I
2: lost a cousin. Mm-hmm. Really, I lost like eleven family members in less than a year. Jesus, oh, Right.
1: That's a lot. That
2: is a lot. When am supposed to heal, though? Wow. When am supposed to heal? Like, my sister died in my arms. I was giving her like CPR. Oh
1: my God.
2: So exactly. So when am I supposed to heal? I I didn't even heal from the earlier deaths on the year, let alone the ones that just happened. Mm. And then then I still got family that's in the street. Uh, a cousin just got killed like a month ago. He crashed. Young boy like yo, you gotta come up out your pocket. Mind you, like he can't even walk. My cousin can't walk. Mm. But they still killed him.
1: Jeez.
0: my God. Well, with, you said He was an accident, and because of the accident, he couldn't walk.
2: Nah, he was he was already, like, kind of shaky on the leg because he was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get his stability back, so he can't really stand up without leaning on something. But he crashed that day. And so when he got out, whoever posted him was like, You gotta pay for that. He was like, I ain't got that kind of money on me. I'll be back. Whatever words would he say, the kid ended up shooting him. Jesus.
1: Oh my God. Was that a chest Yeah. Oh my God. That's right. horrible.
2: So, so, so it was like, um, I I I chose to become numb to pain and just be a healer. I yeah. can't stop what's gonna happen, but I can cut it short from happening to other people. And that's the way I'm a healer by helping other people. Cause I, I, I I've been blessed enough, so. I don't need to take time out for myself. If I do, I got a son I can call. He brighten up my day just by hearing his voice. So, hmm. so what
0: you what, what I'm hearing, So what you have is your why. You know, people speak to that a lot. They find your why, but sometimes we don't. You know, unfortunately, a lot of times that we don't care enough about ourselves to do the right thing. But we find power to do those things that we need to do because of our why. So your son is your why. But I disagree with you, Ricky, when you say that um, you don't have to heal or you don't have time to heal. You have to find a time to heal. You have to find a time to heal. I'm I'm there. Listen, if if I had
2: to deal with Mental pain since I was seven, mental abuse since I was seven, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm really uh, equipped with something I don't know about.
1: Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. no
2: idea of the power that I was blessed with. Right. But you have an idea now? I, I, still, I still question, like, yo, like, what make me still be happy, right? how can I still want to help people? I ask myself this almost every day, like, right? I say, who am I? Like, why am I so special? Like, because I know people that got shot, not even where I got shot and passed away.
0: Hmm. Oh Ricky i'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you this is this i mean I'm not a psychiatrist or anything you know I don't have, you know i'm not um but this is what i this is what I believe and this is what I think when I hear this story when I hear your story. I believe that you have a heart to help other people because um, you know how when we go through something when we feel pain and we feel hurt, it gives us and we don't what happened what has happened to you is you did not become bitter or cold. A lot of us, when we go through these different um, experiences, especially some anybody who's been through as much as you have been through, um, a lot of people go through those things that you've been through, and they become bitter. They become cold, and they believe they don't have a reason to live. And come they don't, you know, they don't care about if they kill themselves or they kill other people, because um, they they have no longer feel like they have a reason to. Um, do anything they don't they they believe the narrative that, that they've been told that they are nothing and hurt people hurt people but what I hear from you is that you did not become bitter you did, you did not become cold and you understand pain so the reason why it hurt you understand pain because you have pain you understand hurt because you've been hurt you understand disappointment because you've been disappointed and I believe that the reason why you are who you are and like you are is because you have you are able to empathize with others' pain because you've had pain. And so you can relate to that. And it's a beautiful thing not to want other people to go through what you went through. So you understood how it felt when nobody was there for you. So you decided to be there for others. Powerful. Powerful. And as I said to you on the call today, that's why you here, but You're alive for a reason. And that is powerful. It's a powerful thing to be able to love others when you felt like nobody even loved you. It's a powerful thing to want to help others when you felt like nobody ever helped you. So, you know, that that's your power. And we all are powerful. Really, we all really are very powerful. We just don't know it. But when we recognize that thing, when we recognize that thing, you know, that's that's when we find our purpose. And that's when we begin to, you know, move in our light. And that's what you're doing right now. You're moving in your light. You're moving in your light. Life. So, yeah, you're moving in your light, you know. That's, that's exactly what you're doing. Only thing we have to do. You know, I believe that everything is simple. We make things hard. But what I you know. did, what you did was you. The only thing we have to do is change the story that we tell ourselves about ourselves. What you do, don't believe the hype. Don't believe that yeah. you. When somebody say you ain't nothing. Don't believe
1: it. You know, it's crazy. Not to tell
0: a young child that they ain't nothing. That's because they going through something.
2: They're in pain. Really, they're with it. The, yeah, they're in pain. I, they're bitter. Go I, ahead, really like, I really broke that code on my own, you I really broke that code on my own, like I sat down and thought about all my accomplishments. Mm. With no support.
1: hmm
2: I was like, wow, you you, you really could have made it. And that's when it, and that's and that's when it, like my my transition started happening. Say that like, again. I, I, what
0: happened? I, I want to hear that again. Say
2: that again. One, one, day, one day I was sitting in the car, and I was thinking about all my accomplishments
1: mm-hmm. while I
2: was in school. I was like, yo, you really could have made it. That's when my transition started happening. Because like, believe it or not, like, I could have like, made a whole warrior squad. Mm-hmm. and we could have just ran through whatever we wanted to run through. But I didn't. Like, I started checking myself. Like, I know it's more to you than this. I know you got more in you. Like, I just didn't know what was in me. Mm. I, I, I can't know what was in me. Like, I. I I, I did not express myself. I couldn't talk. I couldn't be around my family because I always got talked to talk too negative. So I just mm. walked the streets. Wow. Or oh, I, I go play basketball all night or go play football. I'd get in trouble every night because I couldn't be in the house.
1: Mm.
2: They're like, Going in the house is like going into a lions. to be honest with you.
1: Oh, wow. that's crazy.
0: And you know, that that's that's crazy because your home is where you're supposed to find your peace.
2: Yeah, so you thought. Wow. It.
0: wow.
2: You know what I mean? And there uh, like even down to like being a street student uh, you 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 hype, you 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 like mom? Look, mom. Now you supposed to do that, and that's all. Mm. You hear stories about how he got a hundred and fifty dollars for street Eve, He got brand new sneakers for street Eve. I did it. You supposed to do that. Mm. So you know what I mean? Like it was rough. But I I don't, that's why I keep saying, like, I don't know where my mental strength came from to block all that out to keep on going. And I'm 43 now, like, that's 30, that's what, 26 years. Wow. Later, well, really 36, because I was seven when the mental abuse started, so that, that's 36 years later, late, like, and I'm still willing to help people, late. Like.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: because you, like, I, I really believe that it's because you understand, you know, like I said, somebody coming cold to their pain or whatever. You know, your heart goes out to others because you've been there yourself. You've been there yourself. That's just what I believe. But I encourage you to continue to explore that. So when you say you don't have time to heal, I, I can encourage you to, you know, get the resources that you need. That's what counseling is for. A lot of black people, we don't believe in counseling and all that. But, you know, those are the things that, that can help us understand and answer those questions that you're asking yourself. How do you answer? How do gonna answer that questions? counseling doesn't answer your questions, they help you mm-hmm. to answer them.
2: I just, they give I you. They, they, they provide you a now. space to
0: the environment. They provide a space and environment to help you answer your questions. That's what they do.
2: They can not do that. You just helped me, so you're a counselor. Listen. I just
1: helped you. <laughs>
2: yeah, I just, I just felt, I just like, it's like, it's like, all right. The more I share, the stronger I get.
1: Wow.
2: Wow. I love it. I love it.
0: And I was told that before, a question was asked to um, a thera- a lady who does therapy. And the question was, you know, what can you tell people that's going through something out there? How can, you know, because um, a lot of people are going through a lot. You know, what kind of advice do you give them to, like, help themselves get through, you know, day-to-day um, adversity and trauma and things of that nature? And what she said, is that you need to find somebody you can trust to share, to share, to have those conversations, to talk. Everybody needs somebody that they can trust, that they can tell everything. To. Yep. And so you're right about that. Then. So, you're, you know, just being able to share is healing because you get to hear yourself, too, you know?
2: And and then you don't even know who need to hear it.
1: Exactly.
2: Exactly. Right. right. This way this 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 when you this when you real best and come in because you mm-hmm. you're speaking to somebody you don't even know you're speaking to. Mm hmm. And you might, yeah, you might a raise lot of up people, that confidence.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people that need to There's a lot of young men who need to hear your story. Because one thing about you that I admire in you that you have the strength to be vulnerable. A lot of people, they don't they don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to show their vulnerability. But they're thinking and they're feeling the exact same way that you are. But they want to express that or share that because that's seen as weakness. However, it's really strength. It's stronger to be vulnerable than not. You know what I mean? Especially yep. for you to be able to share it. Uh, and it's on a platform like this. Um, You definitely need to be heard because there's a lot of people out here that I believe that would be able to connect with you and would be able to, you know, heal and start asking asking themselves the same questions. And the fact that you've been shot 21 times, the fact that you can forgive. Now he didn't share this, but tell us about he he did share this on the call with us this morning about he literally forgave. So tell us about that, how you forgave the guy that shot one of the guys that
1: shot you.
2: Yeah, I had ran into him, and I told him, like, I don't, like, I want to do nothing to you. Like, you just was somebody flunky. And I hugged him. The reason I hugged him because our families were friends, like, like, I know you. I can't do this to people I care about. Like, I still got more wow. of the
0: values. Wow. Wow.
2: And, and and that's what separate, that's, that's, I always told myself, like, I ain't for the streets anyway, because I used to see dudes hanging with each other. Next thing you know, I see the dude with his girlfriend, and I say, yo, why you, why are y'all together? I thought, that is your boy. I, so I wasn't never with that type of stuff, so. I, I always knew I wasn't for the streets, though. I knew I wasn't because I was too, like, too stern. Like, you can't just say anything you want to me, or you can't just play with me any type of way you felt like playing. And there's a, it's a lot of bad people out there, and they're going to test you to see if you're bad or not, too.
1: Well. And
2: um, Could you,
0: you, you repeat that? You says a lot of bad people out here,
1: but what? what
2: I said it's, it's a lot of bad people out there. So when a person thinks he's bad, they're going to test you to see how bad you are. Oh, that's right. Sure.
1: Right. You, you know
0: what? I, mean? you know, I, I, was, always, I was thinking too
2: so to myself.
1: Like,
0: why, why do we put so much importance on that? Because at the end if, of the day, at the, at the end of the day, you know, it really doesn't even.
2: How, how does that mean anything? Uh, all right. The honest fact is, if, if if you go by the makeup of, of America,
1: mm-hmm.
2: America was about taking over uh, territory and killing people.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: That's that's the um, that's the spirit of America. Mm. The America we grew up in. Mm. Right, right. You're
1: right
0: about that.
1: You're right
2: about that. Same a, yeah. The same law is going to apply until the people change. Right,
1: right.
0: You're right about that. They
2: say the act- American dream.
1: The American, the American,
2: dream. the American dream was a was a massacre.
1: Mm.
2: Cause that's how they got it to be America, right? <laughs> you write about that. You right about that. And they ain't never stopped, right? So if, the, if that's if that's what's being said, if negativity is being said, that's what's going to be getting lived. Mm. Down to, like, even the, the uh, love and hip-hop and Atlanta housewife—it's so much chaos and deception and all the things, like, but people stay glued into it. Like, they bring their terminology into real life. Whatever they see on TV, they start mimicking it. Now, these millionaires and these people on 68 acting like millionaires.
0: It don't mm-hmm. add up. Mm mm, it don't. It don't. Yeah, we definitely value money over humanity, DJ. Exactly. Mm hmm Can I
1: speak to we that? Do we with talked it. to that.
0: We talked about that thing on the call today too, about the music. Because I asked you, you know, what do you think needs to be done to decrease or stop the gun violence and, you know, this type the behavior and the culture of violence in our community. And what did you say?
2: I said take away the music and any device that play a program like television or iPad or even a phone from those that can't comprehend is only entertainment. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, the entertain and, I, and I've been saying that for a long time, you know, um, the music that's being played on the radio is intentional. Because the the people the powers that be to put these this stuff into place they know they already know <clears throat> excuse me the impact that it's gonna have on the community. They know that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they know that as a part of control. Like they say, you know, um we're not enslaved with chains anymore. We're enslaved mentally now.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're controlled. And guess what? It's working. Right now, Black people, young black men are doing to themselves what 400 of years of slavery could not do. Mm -hmm. We are like a a, uh, immunodeficiency disease. We have started, you know, and an immunodeficiency disease is where your cells start to attack themselves and cause your body harm and disease. And that's what we have become. We have started to kill ourselves.
2: Yeah. We're packed pack we it's uh <laughs> It's funny, like, I, this is what I say to people with I, I say, yo, I'm going to tell you how we're not supposed to kill each other. Or I know we're not meant to kill each other because we was bonded as, as slaves and our mission was to help each other get out of that situation. Hmm. What happened to the mission? Hmm.
0: What happened to the mission?
2: Yeah.
0: I tell you what happened to the mission. We were hoodwinked, bamboozled, and tricked. That's what happened to the mission. We believe the narrative. We we drank we drank the Kool Aid. We drink the Kool-Aid. We believe that we are indeed niggas.
2: Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to really integrate. Because if you think about it, everybody got their own except us.
0: We're not supposed everybody.
2: to integrate. We're, yeah, we wasn't supposed to integrate.
1: Oh, okay. Why we're not- supposed
2: to stay. We're supposed to stay separate. All
1: mm-hmm.
2: right. Uh, any 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 time we had, we it was booming and they got destroyed. It wasn't just mm-hmm. Tulsa, or Oklahoma. It was more than Tulsa. That's the only one he teaches about. Mm-hmm. Why we always gotta get destroyed? It's a reason why we gotta get destroyed.
1: Oh yeah.
2: But. Per- Ain't nobody gonna
0: tell us, though. Hmm. Well, you know what? Nobody sure have to tell us. You know, everybody know more about us than we know about ourselves. Exactly. You know why? Because that's how they control and you know keep their foot on our neck or whatever, and keep these young people. Do black. I, I can't get. I, you know, black young black men, young black. We need that. Listen to the young black man who's listening to this interview right now, and I hope that you are. Um, if you're a parent of a young brother out there, let your let your kids listen to this interview. And that's what I'm saying to those young men right now. I don't care what you think. I don't care what the narrative has been stuffed down your throat. We love you and we need you. You are valuable. You are beautiful, you're creative, you're powerful. Don't let that don't let nobody tell you differently. The reason the reason why so much is against you because they know because people fear you. They know how great you are. The question is, do you know how great you are? Do you know how great you are? I remember, you know, it's so crazy back in the day how the guys used to be like, "I don't get no job. I'm selling drugs." You, you know, remember they they, didn't, they wanted to sell drugs because. They didn't want to work. I ain't working for no minimum wage, but you get locked up and work for nothing.
2: Nineteen cents.
0: <laughs> yeah, you get and not, and not only that. Like I used to tell the guys, you know, it's crazy because you don't own and control. We don't own and control nothing. We not. We not. We don't own planes that bring that bring poppy seeds and drugs over here. We don't. We, you, we not even you. You out here, selling these drugs and you know, killing your community for a dollar. Thinking you're doing something when all when all you doing is living and dying for the person you say you don't want to live and die for. You ain't mm-hmm. listen. You ain't just working for them. You out here giving your life for them.
1: Yeah. And
0: and and not only are you giving your life for them, you're also killing your community in the process. So you ain't no you ain't no, you ain't no better than the overseer on a plantation. A black girl can see you on a plantation. That's what you are yeah. when you're here selling these drugs and killing your community and empowering yeah. others financially with your body, your blood, your sweat, your tears. We need to change the story that we tell ourselves. We need to wake up. We need to wake up. That music that we're talking about. Those movies that we talk about that we glorify—that's propaganda. Google it. Propaganda. What happens when people start spewing propaganda out to you? Google it. What happens with that? That happened during the Holocaust. Are you familiar with the Holocaust, Ricky?
2: The what happened to the Jews? Yeah. Yeah. So but,
0: uh, there
2: was before, there was Jews on Jews. They made it what? seem like it was something different. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that
0: was
2: Jews doing that, the Jews.
0: What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> ain't ain't you talking about when uh, Hitler...
0: Yeah. Ain't that when Hitler included uh, the Jews? Say, why do you say it was... Well, I don't, I don't I don't. know about that. But my but my point was with propaganda is prior to... Prior, prior to the... Um, what happened to the Jews, it was a movie put out, and you can Google this, and um, the movie, it was a movie to help people to start thinking about the Jewish culture differently. You know what I'm saying? And so the right. negative light. Those things are called, when people start putting out music and movies and things of that nature, it's called propaganda and they're setting you up for something. Right, so
2: they so, want people to um, see you in a certain way so
0: right. now they got a certain right.
2: image about you. So when they come across you, they going to think you're this animal type of person.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it's easy for them. So, you know, it's easy for people to turn their back and not do something when they see injustice happening because the propaganda has already been that you're a certain type of person and you deserve this thing, you know, to plead their case to them. And you know what? It's, and what has happened is when I look at what's going with 300 people have been killed in the city of Philadelphia alone, where we are now hired in Chicago, listen, the propaganda has worked. It's working. It's working. This is genocide.
2: And we don't have nobody to blame
0: but ourselves. Go
1: ahead, I'm
2: sorry. uh, I can't, I I, I can't say, like, blame ourselves because for a long time we've been misled by our no, own we leaders. Have, we like, have,
0: but but what but 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 when do we take the time
1: to think? Now
2: Now. be like, before before they can point that finger at one person and say, all right, we we can stop him and they're gonna fall. But when it's a multiple heads thinking the same thing it's hard to destroy that, so they build chaos. Put a world, put the world in uproar. Now we, now they think we're not going to congregate and stick together. We're going to worry about the chaos. Mm. If I, if I if I can cause something terrible to make you stop your movement, I won. If you continue your movement. I laws. Hmm. Hmm. You right about like,
1: that. You're right. It,
0: yeah. It's designed.
2: It's designed and geared to live off fear. Mm. You're
0: right. You're right. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it fear is promoted. Even with the last yeah. president, he was always pushing fear. It's promoted. So let me so so let, let me ask you this: When you look out, you know, when you look at the news and you see what's going on, you know, what are your first thoughts when you see what's going on? You know, with the genocide that's happening here, what are your thoughts for somebody who's been in that culture?
2: The honest truth, I believe, like pathetic mm. humans. I really be like pathetic humans. They don't see the design setup. Wow! Like how you can't see it. Like it's in your face. Hmm. It's crime of every ethnic F- F- group, but it's only one black on black crime. Like it's white yeah. on white crime, yeah. it's Chinese on Chinese crime, but they only name it black on black crime. Mm. You're like,
1: right
2: about you, that. You, you, you gotta You're get right. to the point to, to the action stuff. Like, why is all the negativity geared towards us? That's how. Right, look, I'm gonna make it make sense even easier. Look, that's that's no different. Keep telling to be negative. That's no different from my family telling me I wasn't gonna be nothing but just like my dad. Repetitively, repetitively, you telling me I ain't gonna be nothing. Repetitiously. Mm, conditioning, conditioning,
0: conditioning.
2: Now, now it's part of your. Uh, your
1: membrane.
2: Mm-hmm. Now it's part of your membrane. Now you don't even got to hear it no more. It's already active in your head. So now you're on the streets like, yeah, I'm a beef. I'm a savage. They don't even got they ain't even got to in your head no more because they send it out your mouth. Mm-hmm. Claiming it now, now you claiming it like yeah, glorifying it exactly.
0: Glorifying it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we glorify, you know. And I don't, you know, I believe that, you know, everything exists, you know, for a reason, you know. I just believe that when it comes to entertainment and what people put out, you know, on big platforms, that it should be a balance between us you know. We need more balance because there's no balance. There's no balance right
2: now. At all At there's no balance. Yeah. Negativity is uh, tipping the scale heavy.
0: Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. I mean, and I, and I say this, especially what's going on out here. It's like, you know, darkness is aggressive. You know what I mean? Darkness is aggressive, man. It's fighting, and it's winning. You know, so when yeah. I see that, I say, you know, when darkness is fighting, those of us who have light and who care, we need to get up. We need to get our game face on, we got to get out there, man. We got to fight even harder, man. We got to fight even harder.
2: Do you, do you remember when uh, the woman protested in Africa? Say that again. The woman. The woman protested. The woman. The protested women in, Africa.
0: in Africa. Um, no, I don't
1: remember. Tell no, me about
2: they all, it. They, they mm-hmm. all left the house. They stopped cooking. They stopped having sex with their men, everything, right? Mm-hmm. They told them if y'all don't end this stupidity, y'all gotta sin for yourself.
0: Wow. Wow. Don't wow. mean that they act
2: right. Don't mean that they
0: act right. Wow.
2: Wow. Looks like Y'all are the most strongest force on the earth. I don't care what anybody say.
0: Yeah, Farrakhan. Farrakhan said it best. He said that women are much more, you know, smarter and stronger than men. That our only weakness is our emotions.
2: Yeah. Our emotions. Yeah. But that, that's because y'all carry mother nature. It, it comes from your nature. Mm-hmm. The nurturers, so you're only going, you're going to care for what you nurture for right you know what i mean right. and, and that's and I can't stand when they like like throw your emotions in it and that make you even more powerful
0: right, right, yeah, you know right now, especially black women uh we are uh, demonized because of our emotions, we're made to you know, because we're passionate, we're made to say that we're angry, black, you know what I mean? Like, and, the, and I don't believe that, but if you, it depends on the story that you allow yourself, the narrative that you allow yourself to agree with,
2: you know? Yeah. Because you don't necessarily... people take negative
0: or negative.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't necessarily got to make a negative move off the emotion, no. Right. You won't have them. if, if you're in control of', them, that's a different story right like. well, there you go,
0: and that's the key to be in control of yeah. your emotions
1: there you go, yeah. Yeah. and that comes from go. knowing
0: by yourself.
1: Mhm,
0: well, we're about to listen. We've been on this phone call. I know oh well, over an hour. I don't get the time, but i wanna I want where are you are where are you right now today?
2: Oh, I'm in Chester today.
0: Who, who is Ricky today? Yeah. Um, I'm
2: a I'm a well balanced young man. I'm still gonna say I'm young. I'm in a that happy place. What dog.
1: What
2: that? Some people call me old, but I'm a person that want to see the better. And everybody. I'm not forcing no relationship on nobody. I'm open to whomever need to talk. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just, thank, I'm a thankful person. Like, I, I appreciate life. Like, to me, to me, just opening my eye and breathing is the best thing I can do.
1: Mm, amen. Anything, else, anything outside of that
2: is a blessing. Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. You know, like I told people, you know, we we got we get, including myself. You know, we work ourselves to death. You know, and we're trying to accomplish this and you know, try to accomplish that. But at the end of the day, the real gift is really life. Like what you just said, the ability to wake up in the morning and take a breath.
1: Yep. At the end
0: of the day, that is truly the real gift. There's so many people out here who wish they can wake up and say that they're alive, who wish, you know, we complain about pain. Pain means only one thing, that you can feel it, and that you're alive
1: and <laughs> feel it. Yes, yes. I love
0: this, color. Yeah, Rick. So Ricky, uh, what he did say is that he's a comedian now. I know you're in a comedian. It's so funny because um, we talked to a couple of people, because I'm in in that world as well on a different, on a management level, and I talked to one of my guys, and he actually knows Ricky, the performer Ricky, and had no idea of this man's story. No idea. And that is another thing. We don't share. How is it that somebody could be around you and not know you've been shot twenty-one times? <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't, we don't share. We need to because we need these conversations. You know,
2: like if somebody asks me, I tell them like, right you right right." I'm a, I'm a uh, it's a time and place for everything, pussy. Hmm. Well, I, I get
0: I, it, you just go walking to people, telling them your, your life story. But I hope yeah. that you do share it with young people, though, who you see the, the need to hear it, you know?
2: Oh, oh! when I see when I see younger kids, niggas, mm-hmm. they gangsters, I show them all the scores.
1: Oh, okay,
2: good. Like, I practically take my shirt off, like, you sure you want this to happen to you? Mm-mm-mm-mm. And then some of them like 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 um some of them are just in mean, their blood, though. It's just generation of just bad blood. Wow, a generation of just black bad blood. Wow. What do
0: you mean? What do you mean by
2: that?
1: A generation of Me, bad blood. All
2: right. Basically, the generation before them was in the street. The generation after them was in the street. The generation oh, after them was in, the, and the generation now in the street.
0: Uh, we 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 have yeah, so we call those generational curses. So it's time for them to break that generational curse.
2: Uh, they don't even know they in the curse. Mm. You you you, yeah. you know, uh, gunshots, drug sales. Uh, prostitution, broken homes, like that's the norm in the inner city. Like, you're accustomed to nothing. Like, how how you gonna know anything when you're taught nothing?
0: Hmm. Yeah, as um I think Oprah Murphy said they used to call me an Oprah Knight. I used to quote all Oprah stuff. But as she said, when you don't know, you don't know. And when you know, when you know better,
2: we do, do better. better. Yeah. 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 And that's what it right. is, like out of out of out of um let's say out of uh ten thousand blacks, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. You only only a hundred of them wanna see different.
0: Out of how many blacks?
2: Out of ten thousand. Only a hundred to wanna No,
1: I'm numbers.
2: I'm just I'm just hyper I'm just I'm just speaking. Oh, okay. I'm
0: that's just that's saying your, like,
2: your, that's your opinion. Your opinion, that's not a fact, right? It's not like Nah, nah, nah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I'm I'm just, the odds you get when you want better. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's the I, cause right now. Like I'm surrounded by it's nothing but black people on my block,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: everybody in tune to their self. Unless they hear gunshots, unless they hear ambulances, unless they even hear police sirens, now everybody congregate to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, they don't. Care about each other. Wow. Why and why is
0: that? Do you think?
2: Everybody got their own thing going on. Yeah. Everybody got their own pain. Everybody got their own questions. Everybody dealing with their own deaths. Mmm. That's why That's why I say, like, it takes somebody to say, all right, look, I'm going to be all right. These people need help. Hmm. It, it takes somebody to say my pain is not that heavy. Hmm. I'm going to make these people feel good, and my pain going to slowly leak out, and I'm not going to feel it no more. Hmm. Wow. Mm. Like, like, well, knowing, like, like, knowing you change somebody's mind from committing suicide. Mm hmm. You know how awesome that'll make you feel? Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, that's, that's
0: a hurt piece to know somebody and, um, you know, and they commit suicide and, you know, they know somebody was going through that much pain. And, you know, if you know them, that you couldn't connect with them or help them with that pain, well, that's a that's hurtful, that's a hurtful thing,
1: you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Because, that I mean, that person was going through that, th- whatever that thing is, They the story they told themselves in their head, whatever that experience was, you know, they took, they took it on themselves to the extent that they didn't want to be here. And, well, that's, that's hurtful, man. That's hurtful.
1: Mm-hmm. We all
0: hurt, out know, here, you know. From what's going on out here? Like you said, it is time that you can say out uh, of your mouth that just about every young person or somebody who's been killed, that's bad. <laughs> um, hold on one moment. <laughs> hold on one moment. Let me just telephone.
1: Yeah. So listen yes. what
0: the what 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 message would you tell these young men out here who is where you who who are where you were you know at that time. What's the message talk to them, talk to them right now.
2: Well the love and care that you're looking for is not gonna be in the street. You're going to have to love and care for yourself first in order to even know if somebody loves and cares for you. And I'm not talking about love and care and shower yourself with good-looking clothes and jewelry. I'm talking about love and care about your mental state of mind. Because no matter what you think or how you might think your thoughts, transfer but they always transfer to the outside. Rather it's through you or through a friend of yours, like you might be thinking about going and shoot somebody, but your friend might really go and do because you said it out mm-hmm. your mouth. So I say control your words and control how you feel, like it can be that deep, that death Got to be the end game to every argument, every disagreement, every step on your shield, every you lost your girl to another person. Like, everything you don't have to end in death. Some things are in there and you got it. And just be the better person, like. And we got to stop killing our future, like. You don't know who you killing because you're not giving them a chance to grow into what they're supposed to be. I can understand, like, you figure so you don't have no other way out, but don't make a decision for somebody that do have a way out by bringing your selfish way of life into their beautiful way of life. That's not their choice to die because you felt like shooting. That was your choice to kill him because you felt like shooting. Mm-hmm. Start thinking, like, that's your brother or your sister, or maybe you, you're shooting at that, like. That's right. That's right. Put yourself in front of a mirror and aim the gun at the mirror. Like. If you can't pull that trigger, that's how you should look at everybody that look like you. Wow. Yeah, it's a movie
0: out
2: there, I talk. Mm-hmm. And that's the message I want to give
0: them. Mm. Very important message, very important message. I ask to everybody who's listening to this call, that you please get that message out to the people who you know need to hear it. Share this call, man. Share this call. Get that message to them. We need to speak to these young people, man, because we dying out here in record numbers. Dying out here in record numbers, then it has to stop. This is not who we are. Murder and pain is not our birthright.
1: No,
0: it is not our legacy. We are people. We are loving people. Magical people. Creative people. We are, we we are not. We are not. Mur- we are not murderers. How where we are. There's a movie out here. I believe it's called Colors, or right, do you know the movie. Um, I'm speaking of. It's a doc a docu series.
2: I'm gonna
0: put
2: yeah, it. I'm gonna part. find it and. What's it called? Yeah, I said probably not. I don't believe did like trying to watch that stuff like that.
0: What is a docu series out I'm here? I'm talking about is TV series. Oh, TV I, don't, I don't watch it either, to be honest with you. Um, I don't watch the news anymore like I used to. I actually i am um, intentional of what I allow in my psyche. I'm intentional of what I watch because I understand that, how unconsciously that thing affects us. But mm-hmm. every now and then, you know, I do watch, you know, you have to watch the news and things. But this this particular thing I'm talking about is something that people should, this is something that you should, you should watch, Um I know I'm making it up. I think it's by a guy named Rasheed. Um, I'm going. To, I'm going to find it, and I'm going to. Oh, you are talking about hidden colors? colors? Hidden colors, that's it. Yeah, that's it. What's the author of
2: that? I forget, but I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, that's, so it's that. That with a lot of
2: recommendations.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. But in the in that series he says that the reason why you know, one of the messages is that the reason why young people, you know, don't have a problem with killing other people to look like them because they don't they don't see the value in themselves. Therefore they don't see the value in other people.
2: You have you uh, it. Yeah. How they going to see the value in these stuff, right?
1: When they don't learn
2: about these stuff on a daily basis.
1: Right, right.
2: Like why, why, why Marcus Garvey or Lawrence or, Like just anybody. Like why, why Black History not taught in the inner city? Like we wasn't just slaves. You know what I mean? We was things way before slavery. Right. Well, I'm gonna so, tell you. You
1: know,
2: and
0: that's what I, you know. And that's another thing I want to say to this. You, you yeah. asked the question why. I read somewhere a long time ago, like when a lot of foreigners come over here, like from China and everything. You know, did they actually make some of them? And I might be, you know, China, Jap- Japan, th- different cultures. I read somewhere that like they, they, their kids literally have to go to school on the weekend, so because they don't want, you know, because you're. you're they come over, they come over here and they become Americanized. They go to regular schools and everything, but they make them go to these different schools on the weekend where they learn their culture. So this is the thing mm-hmm. that I learned. You can't teach them. You can't expect nobody else to take care of you and we'll take care of ourselves. So it's not, we can't expect, we always say the school system, to say, well, 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 what are we doing? You know, those people create their own institutions to make sure that their kids know about their culture. And we do actually have institutions out here like that.
1: Right.
0: We just have to identify them, and you know we need to support them. But there are there are schools out here like that, but we just don't well, I, that A lot of us don't know about. it. I
2: understand what you're saying, but why they just can't mm-hmm. give the people their own people? Like,
0: well, then, if we want that to happen, then we gotta make it happen. We can't expect you. You know that, that's that's another thing. I mean, I don't. You know, we we can't. Have, I don't understand how people think that uh, people are going to take care of us. You just said that there are more, people know about um, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You just said that there's more Tulsa Oklahomans out here. Tulsa, Mm. Oklahoma was bombed. They they were flourishing, a community that was flourishing, and it was Mm. was bombed and people were killed. But how do you expect that people are going to take care of, that, that they're not? They're not. We have to. We have to get ourselves together. Get our minds together. We have to do. We have to take that ex- extra effort, and we have to take care of ourselves.
1: that right. <laughs> You know, that's, that's, we can Doesn't even make sense. Or either come together. And when it comes to politics
0: and things of that nature. We gotta come together, and we gotta keep people. We we gotta make people accountable. The people that we put in office, we gotta keep come together and make them accountable. Make sure they're you know, make the you know, make sure that they're accountable for what they say they're gonna do.
1: Because
0: we we have people, I mean, it's of really the black people that you know in 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 power, you know, leadership leadership. But what are they
1: doing?
2: No, what are they that's doing? what I'm saying. Nothing.
0: They We have to. We have to support them and we have to keep them accountable. We have to support them because I know for a fact that a lot of us get in these positions and it might be just we might, have the, we might have it on our heart to do those things, but it's so hard because it's already an institution. It's already been set up and set up for years to combat that thing. And it's hard. So we have to be their support system. We have to give them what they need. You know what I mean? It, take, yeah. it takes a village. It takes a village. It takes a village. We need to get out of right now. We need to get out of that mindset of, um, you know, I do for me. I had a homeboy back in the day, or the back of the day was Ulysses. And his license plate said, "You do for you meant Ulysses do for Ulysses." Yeah, we gotta get a, We gotta. We gotta. We gotta break that mentality, Ulysses, and right now, God bless the dead. Right there, he did. He died of a drug overdose.
2: Wow!
0: You know, so we we need to we need to get out. We have to get out of that mentality, and we have to start, we need to get back into the community. The community, the community that um, of the list that supports and take care of our community, not the community that, as you said, you know, um, is against you. Yeah. So we have to we got to change. We have to change our own narrative. We got we you know what we need to get we need to stop supporting music that kills us. We need to start we need to stop supporting music
1: I got that a supports for you.
0: prostitution. You know what I mean that supports I, drug abuse.
2: I got a question for you. right? Okay. Right. Mhm.
1: You, you
2: you you mentoring the child when they get home they got one of them their parents. Oh, you think you're going to become something because you're down there getting a little knowledge? Oh, you think you're better than me? Believe me, this stuff exists. I
0: know it does.
2: I know it does. This stuff exists, though. That's why I say we need to put... But
0: what's the question, uh,
2: though? Listen, hear me out. Okay. That's why... I say we need to be inside the curriculum because okay. how do you how, how do you how how do you, how do you how do you make that person stay firm when after they leave you, the person that's supposed to be loving and caring for break them all the way back down? Oh, well,
0: we continue to get them that support uh, that's when the community comes in. That's where the community comes in. When the when the when the when the mother is weak or you know she's you know you know she can't get that child that child's need. The community. That's where the community comes in to get the child what they need. And I All mean right. a, the positive community, not the back. And I'm not talking about the person like yo, you know your mom tripping, come over here, you know join this game. I know, I I this know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the pos. I, I, I yeah. That's what the community comes. That's what right. mean. We have to. We need to start being. We need to start getting back to being a community that loves, heals, and the people in that
2: community. But you know who got the last say-so? The parent. The parent thing, say, man, y'all can't come around my child no more.
3: Well,
0: sure, you know what, they they can say that, but, you know, the only thing a kid needs to know is that it's somebody rooting for them. You know what I mean? They have to have what let – me, let me ask you something there. You think about it. When you were in that situation, you said it yourself. The only person that will listen to you was your uncle, who was on drugs, right? But that made an yeah. impact on you because he listened. So yeah. even though you had to go home every day, you had to, you knew somebody who who listened to you, right?
2: Yeah.
0: So trust me, trust me, trust and believe that um, you know, when people believe in you, they see something in you, and they tell you could be something or whatever. You'll take that home. You'll take that with you. Because um, we can't give up on that. You So what I'm. you can't say to me that because a parent, I don't care how much the community pours into that child favorably, that if they go home and, they're, and their parent be like, you ain't nothing, and forget what they think about you or whatever. So you can't tell me that we can't continue to be who we are because that parent is who she is. So we can't, no, we can't, we, we got to continue to be it anyway. Because at the end of the day, when that, child, when that child is at a point where they're able to speak for themselves and do for themselves, you know, then they'll get back to it. It'll always be in them. Like I said, it's called balance. It's called balance. If your mother is telling you something, somebody needs to be telling you that you know that's not true, they need to have that balance. They can't just be, you know, um, drowned in the negativity. It has to be balanced. And so even if that child, I heard what you're saying, but even if that child has to continue to go home into that negativity or whatever like that, at least they've been poured into positively at some point in their life, at some time in their day. Give them something give them hope and something to hold on to until they can move on their own.
2: But and we
0: need to be there for that parent too. We need to be there. That's like that's
2: something. like being in the lion's then.
0: <laughs> well then what is then then what is then what is your suggestion then? See, that's not. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that, that because my thing is that we have to stop telling people what can't be done and what shouldn't be done unless we provide a solution.
2: No, nah, that's why so That's what I, why I say, like,
0: yeah.
2: make our history part of our curriculum. Make so, our but, history. But, but
0: so what you Just, you know, not to be said for said, but. You just now said so. You can make our history a part of our curriculum. Of course, that needs to be done. I'm not saying of course that needs to be done. I'm just saying that we can expect other people to do it for it. If We want that done. Then we got to make sure we got to we got to get together and make it mm. make sure it gets done. You know what I mean? But what uh, what's the difference though? If you're saying that put that put that as a part of our curriculum, and then you're okay. still saying that they can go home and get the negativity from their family. It's the same thing as as other people pouring into them as All well. Right.
2: All right now, when is when it's part of your curriculum? Is is it become a ritual? Because it's oh, getting God. poured in your head over. You go to school five times and five times a week.
0: Right. You see, I'm right.
2: So if mm-hmm. you if you learning if you learning that you was a a prince a princess a king a queen from great from five years old to you graduate your mentality will change. Well, that's true. You're right. You're right. You know what like we learned about
1: first? Right.
2: You know what we learned about first? That we were slaves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We did. We were right.
2: Like, that's, that's where they start our history out. Y'all were slaves. Mm. Already right there, the child's going to be rebellious. Cause now, now you're showing a film of his ancestors getting whipped and stuff like that.
1: Now they, mm-hmm. now they got
2: anger problems. Right.
1: Like, okay, uh, like now, show,
2: show them that we created a lot of things. Like, this kids still don't know that they, they built pyramids in Africa without no machines.
1: Mm. Mm.
2: Imagine a kid learning that at five about being an architect at five. Mm-hmm. Being a scientist, five mm-hmm. that right, so uh, far ch- I have I have a, I have a challenge for you,
0: though. So wait. I have a challenge for you. So, what are you going to do? What do you want to create? What are you going to push to make sure that that happens?
2: Uh, it's, it's this program, it's called, uh, it's, it's called Jail, Grave, or Gray. Meaning, do you want to end up in jail, end up in jail? Mm. Okay. And my, and my aim is, is, is basically asking the children questions, like, why do you do what you do?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, how did you learn this behavior? But did this right. behavior get the people that you look up to? Why you don't care if you die or go to jail? Mm-hmm. You want to know how they feel.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You need their answers. All
1: right.
2: You know what I mean? And, and then, like, you don't know how many walk around with hungry stomachs, how many people, parents on drugs, how many people got young parents that don't even pay attention to their child. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, different
1: like that. from
0: it. you, know, you know what I, th- I think, too? You're right about that. You know what I think? So I think that, too, that we need to start teaching kids, Um, just starting from a very young age. You know, I know the world is changing and, you know, we have different ideas and relationships have changed and they're different. But I just think that starting from a young age, we need to start really um, teaching kids how to have healthy relationships and to be intentional about who you have kids and what type of environment that you have kids in Cause you're right. Yeah. We're still, we're still. Babies are still having babies, you know. And I mean, what, what does the what does a baby teach a baby? You know what I
2: mean. How to, act how to act like, like a, baby,
1: like a baby.
2: baby. Yeah. A baby yeah. teach him how to act like a immature person. Right. Mind you, like they're soaking up. I, I,
0: and I'm gonna tell you something. My hat goes off to parents because I don't have kids. My my head goes off to parents because the reason why I don't have kids because I thought about it and I know it's hard. And i just thought that I felt like, you know what? Um I don't you know, I, I it's it just wasn't too hard of a feat for me to do. But I'm so glad that I'm so fortunate. I feel like I'm just so fortunate that I was able to um make a decision when I had the the right mind frame to think about. You know, because sometimes we're forced into things before we even think about it or we're just too young and dumb or whatever, and then we're already in the situation, right? right? So I was just grateful. I've really been grateful in my life to be able to, when I had the right mind frame to be able to think about stuff and figure my life out, that I realized that wasn't the path that I wanted to go. And I think that's one of the best things that like really has ever happened to me because um, I just thought about like is that a, that is, is that is something that I walk about my life? Am I able to be who I need to be for a child? You know what I mean? Or even have a, a, the, the perfect the right? Nobody it never has to be perfect, but just the right situation to be able to raise uh, a a kid. You know what I mean? And you know, I thought to myself, no. You know what I
1: mean?
2: You know. See, I thought I, I wasn't. I honestly thought I wasn't, mm-hmm. but I was up for the challenge. I was like, oh, man, I get to raise me. Oh, you know what I mean? Wow. Look at that. I get to raise yeah, me. Yeah, wow. I, and I can tell you, um, the average person talk to my son, and he'll blow their mind. He only 22. Wow. Like, he blew their mind. Wow, yeah. I love it. And, that, that. and, that, and that's like one thing, like I really pride myself for. I'm like, yo, you did good by that kid. Wow, that was awesome.
0: Let me say that with my brother. I'm, I really admire my brother because we didn't grow up. We know our father. We have a relationship with our dad, but we didn't grow up in a superior home, and we right. grew up in poverty, like a lot of people, right? But I look at my brother, and he's a an, he's like been married for what over twenty some years now. He has three kids. I'm proud to say that my niece is like you know super smart, you know she graduated early, you know she one of these people went the early college, like I said I dropped out of school in the ninth grade. I went back to school though, but I did drop out of school in the ninth grade, but I'm so but I feel like that you know my brother with his children, was able to break you know like a generational curse as far as my my niece and nephews know what it is. They, they don't know what it is to grow up and not have anything to eat or to be in poverty, you know. Their family is their community because my brother and his wife take care of their family. You know what I mean? Like, they know exactly. what it is to
1: have. A, yeah,
0: they know what it is. But, like, the question my nephew asked me is, like, insane because, you know, he's a little naive, you know. <laughs> I mean? But I'm happy that that is his reality. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but <laughs> that, they, they
2: they the people they the people questions you wanna ask. The naive right. get, the naive kid gets curious. Right, And he gonna wanna find out on his own. I'm the naive mm-hmm. kid. Yeah, yeah, I mean but i
0: just say the type of questions that he asked. You could tell that he grew up in a, a, a nice situ a better way a better situation than I did, you know. But but my brother said the same thing. Like, he said, you know, he knew what he didn't have, and he chose to have that for his life. So instead of making an excuse and saying that I didn't have a father, that's a problem. I can't be a father. He says that, you know, um, the fact that his father wasn't there for him is the reason why he intentionally is there for him and his kids. There's a beautiful family. My my niece I'm so part of my niece. Like I said, she graduated um, early college or whatever. So, you know, I dropped out of the ninth grade. When my when my niece went to what both people would be the ninth grade, she was in college, in college. Uh-huh. And she did that, yeah, in college, yeah. When she, as a, um, when she was 16, she was going to what they call early college. So she graduated or whatever. So now she got a, um, a full scholarship to complete her education. Uh-huh. Super proud. Congratulations. Of yeah, super proud of her, man. Let me tell you something since we talk about, you know, we get off subject just to talk about my niece. And she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. And I always tell her you're a triple threat because you're beautiful, you're smart, and most importantly, you're a nice person. She's a she's a beautiful her heart is she cares about everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like she's nice.
1: She's a nice
0: girl. Yeah, a nice person. And so I'm, I'm really proud of my. I'm really proud of my brother. And like even talk about my brother. You know everything that we went through in our lifetime. You know my brother. You know he went to school. He got his master's degree and everything. And um, he actually has a nonprofit organization to help at-risk teenagers. So he he created a program to help people. So that he
2: could be the person that he needed when he was that age. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I, don't know. I, I think it. I think it all start back to when you needed your help. That's what I think it all starts back to, like, and that's how you can relate to the people. Like,
1: wow. whatever
2: time you was in your darkest hour, and you shine light on it, and it didn't break you, mm-hmm. that's where you can pick up your pieces from. And that's, that's how you can see who broke and who going through something. Because there ain't no way everybody is. You're not going to tell me everybody you got to have an <laughs> Oh, yeah, right.
1: Exactly,
0: exactly. Right,
1: like, well, everybody, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well. Isn't that. I'm telling you, this has been been an amazing, awesome call. I'm so glad that you agreed to get on this call with me and allow me to record it so that we can put it out there to the public because I know that there is somebody who needs to hear this conversation. And, again, I just want to applaud you. I want to just, man, I'm just, listen, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for inviting yeah, I am, man. I'm proud of you because you figured that thing out, man. You know, so I don't care where you were at whatever point in your life when you were making those mistakes and everything like that. The point is that you figured that thing out and with the knowledge that you gained and the, the experiences that you had, you decided to turn that thing around and make it into a positive and just, a, you know, heal the community that you hurt. As well as, and I want you to heal yourself. I know you say <laughs> how do you heal yourself, but the fact that you you know turn that thing around and help people, man, it's awesome. And like I said, it's, it, it speaks to your spirit, your character, and your strength. I mean, who can? I mean, we gonna call you Superman right now because who out there yeah. can forget somebody that tried to kill him? Not many people can say that.
2: Now <laughs> we move on. Then.
0: But I, 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 look, we can, we, look, I can forgive a man and keep it on me, but to forgive a man and try to take my life, yeah, that take a whole not that take a that's a whole that's another level. That's another level in forgiveness, man. But you reached that level. You reached that level. You reached that level. And the fact that you reached that level says to me, God put you here for a reason. Is not is not is not my mistake that you are alive. It's not by mistake that you were shot 21 times and you're here. to talk about it. God saw something in you. God
2: yeah, he wanted me to say it too. That's what it was. Say that again? He wanted me to, I said, he wanted me to see it too. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: But
2: I, the funny thing though, I used mm-hmm. to kick people like off the street. Like I used to make them go in the house like my age though. Mm. I used to be like, yo, you don't belong out here. This ain't for you.
1: Nice. Nice. Right, so i have been with, like,
2: helping people out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's it's funny that you say that because, um, you know, do you know who Charlie Mack is? Charlie Mack? Yeah. They call him the big brother of Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, I heard of him, yes.
0: It's funny that, it's funny that you mentioned that because I just put out a post um, at this show. we were both at the show the other day. Um, I see that you at that show, so um when we, I was backstage and I asked them to um, share with the young people of Philadelphia, you know um you know share with them get them, get them a word of wisdom speak on your heart, you know speak a word from your heart to these brothers and sisters out here um just going on going through this genocide that we're dealing with. And that's what he said. He said just what um you know, just what you said. He said the same you know, he said the same thing. You know, he said he said, You're not thorough if you out here like, um, selling drugs. It makes you thorough if you see your brother or sister out here doing something and I'm not saying well, he said word for word, but basically he said that if you're not you're you're thorough if you see your brother or sister out here doing something you're not supposed to do. You tell the bank, go ahead on with that. Go home, go somewhere and get your education, man. Leave it alone. Yeah. That's that's what makes you thorough. Not out here like selling drugs or, you know, um interacting and in, like, you know, gun gun culture or whatever like that. What makes you thorough is the fact that you could tell somebody else that they better than that and tell them what they need to do as far as to see to get their education, you know, get up the street. That's what makes you thorough. You're absolutely right about so that's what makes you thorough, brother. You a thorough brother, Ricky. <laughs> I'm proud of you, man. We need more
2: men out here
0: like you. We need be more going, men out coming. here like you. coming. Yeah, they are. And, and, and I mean, I know what I say when I say that we need men, more men out here like you. And I tell you a story before we got this call. Um, a few years ago, my little cousin was going through something, and I called somebody I knew. Cause like I said, I'm from that that, I'm from that world where I know a lot of people who've been locked up, and, you know, things of that nature. And so I called somebody who I knew who had gotten out of jail, two people actually, but um, the one person I called, I called him, and I was like, and he just talked to my little cousin and let him, you know, he won't, you know. I can talk all I want. You know, some people just don't listen to people like me. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. so, so he'll listen to you. And he did. He did listen to him. And he actually got us up together for, I was really proud. I don't know what that man said to him, but my cousin got us up together. He started going back to work, went back to college. He was doing good for a while. Now he, now he now he's, now he's, you know, he fell off. He fell off. But whatever that conversation that, that young man had with him at the time, it really, really helped them. So I went back to that same guy, and I was like, yo, we need to do something like a scare straight or something like that. Cause I, you know, to have some guys like yourself who been there and done that, you know, to be right. able to speak some light to these young men. The guy tells me, I'm no offense, Jackie, he said, but uh, you, you can't talk to these young people out here. He said, some of these people, man, they'll they, if you look at them, they'll shoot you. <laughs> now, I understand... And that may be a reality, but it broke my heart because it says that you've given up on your people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's what I'm gonna say, when I say I'm proud of you and you are thorough, you are because you have not. And I actually another I and he's not like, and they probably get mad at me if they hear this, you know, because they know who they are. But I actually asked somebody else who I know who had been in and out of jail. The same thing. Yo, we gotta put together something so we can help the young people and I you know, I know that they're listening to you. You know, whatever. And they come that they these young people ain't to Jackie come away man They you try to put to nobody. You know, that and was that was shocking. that was a response that I got from them. And it's not everybody. I know a lot of other young men who've been through some things and they're willing just like yourself and speak their truth, they can't wait to get in front of young people. They can't wait to um, go to, when the, um, when we can, you know, go back into the jails again. They can't wait to go back into the jails and speak light and knowledge just to these people, you know, young people, and let them know, you know, get them hope and let them know it's another way. Quite a few people. Mm-hmm. I want to shout that person out, Chef Ricky. My brother Chef Ricky can't wait to go out here and be a help uh, to young people. But there are a lot of people. Like I said, who's been on a journey like yourself, who they say, man, these young people ain't listening. They just don't want to do nothing. You know, they're, and that's I feel like that is a problem that we have in that community is that we are selfish.
2: Selfish. You gotta, you gotta replace that drug money. You gotta, like, don't I. My, my whole system now I, I, I want to form is, like, you, you, teach them about, you teach them about their heritage and where they come from, their ancestors. Mm-hmm. You teach them uh, financial literacy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you introduce them to workshops. You mm-hmm. don't just introduce them to workshops. You allow them to go to jobs and get a paycheck mm-hmm. just before they get it to the corner though
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think i think there's something that's missing there too is spirituality you have to and i know that i know that's i know that's a little um yeah
2: they're, they're um, out of respect yeah. I, I don't because everybody's spirituality different yeah, but,
0: but it has to be, but it has to be some type of, um, people have to have a felt, and, and maybe I, I guess maybe the way you do that is let people know that they need to search, you know, to search their own, they definitely have to have a faith and belief in the power, whatever that may be, to have them to, um, go figure that or to research that on their own, you know what I mean? But it has to be said, it has to be said that it's needed. Cause I don't All care right. how much money you got. I don't care how much money you got. You the, know, the, if you don't
2: have, they, if you they, don't. They always, they always see the best examples was the messiahs, right? Mhm. So if you just lead by example and you show them that you, you care and you loving there them there. just there for who go. they are, like you don't want nothing from them, like you actually mm-hmm. giving them something. Right. Right. Like, you're giving them something, you're giving them knowledge, you're giving them a way to live, and you're actually sure how to manage their money.
1: Right, right.
2: I, I believe your good deed itself is going to make them seek spirituality. Like, I need to know the God that they dealing with. That's a good point. That was a good point to make,
0: Yeah.
1: Cause, cause, but I think it does. You, yeah,
2: well, you got a lot of Christians, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So you don't want to you don't want to intertwine with their religion. like, go ahead, have your yeah. belief. Well, I, I, just, I, want you know, to, I just say that
0: I believe I, I I really and I do tell people this a lot. You know, when I talk to people that, you know, you do I, I recommend that you whatever the higher power is that you connect with a higher power, the higher power that's greater than us. Whatever that is, however you find it. You know, I'm not a right. religious person. Yeah, however you find it. So that's the that's the language I will use because you're right, you can't. Um, I don't, you know, to me, respect is like the highest love you can give anybody because if you respect them, you don't try to force your views on them. And that means if you don't try to put them down or try to change their don't change like whatever religion they are you're not going to try to change it. You gotta you respect people where they are. And to me respect exactly. is the highest highest form of love you know. We don't try to force your views on other people and so I don't try to force so I think that but I think that message needs to be had too that however you find it that is encouraged for you to find it where, wherever path you choose to go to find it. You know what I mean?
2: Yes.
0: But I think yeah. Because, you know, mm. um, in this world, I, I don't care how much money you got. I don't care. You know, like, to me, if you're not connected to a power, you know, then, you know, yeah. I, I feel like there's a, there's something missing. And you're not going to get full fulfillment. I mean, you have to be con- Who? Are you, what are you connected to? Like, what is your belief system?
2: Believe in God. Yeah. Spiritually, man, I, I have no religion, though.
0: Yeah, me either. I don't. I don't hear anybody. I, don't, I just don't believe
2: in God like a higher plane. Like it's it's something that's controlling us, right? We so I know lose.
0: I I know that you believe in something when you can forgive somebody who tried to kill you. So I know that you have to connect with something higher than yourself to be able to have that type of
1: power. And that's what I believe in. That's what I put. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: love. I that's
2: the... love. That's love right there. That's love. That's it love. was for me though. Hey, how would how would I, would've, I would've to be a terrible person? Right. If I get him, I would have been a terrible person.
1: Mm. And I'm, I'm,
2: I'm fine with the person I became by forgiving him. Wow, That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um,
0: yeah. A lot of people yeah, need to hear that. A lot of people need to hear that because right now I'm told that uh, uh, what's going on in Philly is, reti- is families against families retaliation. You know, so hurt, people do need to hear that. People. Yeah, people need to. That's it's like
2: right.
0: a, it's hard to it's hard to say. Like it's hard it's hard to tell somebody. Listen, you know. Somebody if somebody kill your child, it's hard to or kill your friend, it's hard for you to tell them you no, know, don't go kill them. You know what I mean? Like forgive them.
2: Try to find it
0: hard to, so we can stop this thing. Like uh, it's hard to say that. yeah.
1: If, if
2: that's not gonna stop, then you go to them and, like, yo, keep that away from the innocent. Right. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
2: right, if that's your that's how y'all wanna act. Won't y'all drop each other location and y'all act the fool where y'all location at?
1: Mm. And
2: take it away from the innocent. Mm.
0: Take it away from
2: the innocent. Yeah. Why wow. the innocent gotta be subject to, to your anger? Hmm. Hmm. You're not going to be able to stop everybody or save everybody. Stop right.
1: who want to stop right. and right save who want be
2: saved. Right,
1: right.
0: I'm going to tell you, you know, we always say that we learn from our lessons. We learn from our experiences. But it's a, it's a terrible feeling to have to, you know, be, you know, to be hurt and get your lesson done. You know what I mean? Like, they'd not be able to realize that it wasn't—it didn't even make sense to go through all of that.
1: You know? Yeah, I know. but
2: sometimes uh, it's sometimes part of the journey, though. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, if a lot of stuff didn't take place, a lot of stuff wouldn't be said. Right,
1: right. You're right. You're right.
2: Um so, well, it, it was a it was a it was a design that we didn't know about. Right, right. You know what I mean? So we growing up mm-hmm. generation generational curses not even knowing that we curse. Mm. Like this, this imagine when uh generation generational wealth got introduced to the entire black community. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. You know how many ARs we behind in generational wealth? Oh yeah.
1: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> so um, imagine if we were given the same opportunity from the beginning. Mm. Yeah.
1: That's why that's
2: that's that's my main concern about teaching us about us in school.
1: Because
2: mm. that's that's the beginning of outside learning outside the house. Mm. The sure. kids can learn something the parents ain't have a chance
1: to learn. That's true.
2: That's true. Now the now the kids teaching the parents about King Queen Nefertiti. They just heard about them. They didn't learn about them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They just know they exist,
1: right? But they they don't
2: got the stories on them, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. they it's it, it, it's creating a foundation that's firm, really, like a mental foundation that's gonna stick.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And just like how, how TV keeps showing the same thing, I just keep teaching them the same thing. Like you're, you're not this. You're this. You came from this. We mm-hmm. ain't come from this. Mhm. So we just been school for so long. We're on stuff now.
1: Mm.
0: Crazy but you're right about that. Right, We definitely are on our stuff right there. We definitely are. Mm-hmm. But guess what? But these are the conversations to help um, redirect those messages and to have us to wake up and think about our, our actions and start changing the story that we change ourselves. So I'm so grateful for you for allowing me to have this conversation with you and to record it and put it out there in public because, as I said, people need to hear this conversation. I believe that that is truly how we change and how we shift the atmosphere as it pertains to the genocide that's happening in the city of Philadelphia. Through conversations like this to wake people up, to help us to think about what we're doing and for us to change our actions, change our course of action. I love this conversation because it also help mothers and fathers think about our relationships with our kids. Okay, and I know, and you know, parents out there, I know we're going through it because, you know, had the pandemic. You know, people don't know how they're going to feed their kids. You know, people, job, we don't have any, you know, a job is not guaranteed. If the pandemic showed us anything, nothing is guaranteed. We can be it just going to be taken away at any time. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and pe- people struggle with those. You're struggling with putting food on the table, keeping a roof over your head. And it it's hard to have healthy relationships with your children when you're, sh- you're struggling with your own mental sanity, with your frustration, your fear, your anxiety. You know, how do you be a comfort to your kids? You know, I find that a lot of times, even they listen to you, the kids, the kids start taking care of the parents, like you said, how you you worked on making sure you had food in the house. You know what I mean? To help Mm -hmm. your mother pay the bills. To help your mother pay the rent. You know, so it is hard. It is hard. But I love these conversations because it makes us think about ourselves and our situations. And hopefully if anybody is going through some of the things that your mom went through or was dealing with, with her emotions and her relationship with her kids, and it makes us sit around and think about it so they can change you know, their behavior and being touched to because, you know, even if you're in a house, you know, they might not have running water or whatever. You know, you still you know, instead of just being frustrated, we still can sell our babies, you know, like, um, we might be here now but it's you know, it's like but let's and talk it, about it get
2: greater later.
0: Right, it get greater later and let's not yeah. talk about what we don't have. Let's talk about what we, what we we do have. You know what I mean? You know yeah. It yeah, we have to we have to be intentional about the seeds that we plant with kids. Because we see now, and we've never seen it before, we know now what happens when it's not tended to. We don't, we don't tend to our babies. We don't them. And, some, and some parents, and I don't want to, and my mom was like this. Some parents don't tell up. My mom never told me she loved me. She told me now because I told her. Yeah. Because when that, when that thing went out, you know, when we think, when we get to a point, certain point, we think about our lives. You know, I intentionally every time I talk to my mom now, tell my mother I love her. I intentionally hug her on purpose because I wasn't a child that got hugs or was told that I was loved. And it's not because my mother was a bad person; it's because she only did what she knew how to do. Because we don't exactly. see, we, and that's another thing. We, yeah, they only do. You know, we don't know what they're dealing with, you know, or what they dealt with. So yeah, it's very important. So I hope that somebody listens to this conversation, and if that is what's going on and you're in your situation that you have this 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 impacts you in a positive way, and you think about and become intentional about the message you tell your babies or how you interact with your kids. If nothing else, when was the last time you hugged your baby? When was the last time you told your baby you love them? What was the the last time you told that young black man in your house how, how valuable that he was destined for greatness? The beautiful thing about the world that we live in right now, we have the internet. Everything is on your telephone. Everything is right there at the tip of your fingers. If you know, I'd have read. I I'd have read over a hundred self help books. <laughs> I like. I love audio books. It is my therapy. You know what I mean, but that's a yeah. beautiful thing you know, that's one of the beautiful things about the world that we live in, like you talked about earlier. The problem is people are always on the cell phone, but that's because we are looking at the wrong things we have to we don't know sometimes we get on google we don't know the, the questions to ask. you know what I mean, but yeah. it's a beautiful thing that we have those answers when we figure out the questions and we know the questions to ask that we have there's no reason for us not to get the answer to the help that we need. It's right on it's right on Google. It's right on our fingertips. So you know like Bob, you know, if you have a mom and dad, if you're having problems with your kids, you don't you don't and you have to figure out how to get yourself together. You can Google it. Get the help that you need. Talk to people. Relate. Talk to people, you know? I know a young lady man. Hmm. I don't even want to talk about it. It'll make me cry, but I was talking to her a prayer, about her in a prayer call the other day, and I was told that, um, you know, she she went through a lot. You know, she lost two two of her brothers who were killed, you know, in and it caused her to become very depressed. But the problem was she had two kids herself, you know, but she became so
1: depressed,
0: and she had other issues as well, that she turned to drugs. She turned to drugs, but I was also told, um, by her, somebody who knew her very well, how she didn't have a good relationship with her mom. But you know, all of those things add up. Like, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you feel like your mother don't love you, you know. And, then, mm-hmm. and you're dealing with all that pain. So I don't have to tell you what happened to her. Like she she died. She I was told that she recently died. Actually, well, actually, actually, at that show, uh, we went to the show okay. that she went to. Huh?
2: You found out she died Sunday?
0: I found out she died Sunday.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, they called me while, while I was at the show on Sunday to tell me that she died Sunday. Wow. So, you know, she, was, she wasn't even, she was, I, I want to say she was in her early 30s if she was, yeah, she was in her early, if she was 30. She was in her, she was a young girl, beautiful girl, so
1: pretty girl, beautiful girl.
0: You know, somebody told me, I was telling somebody that somebody said to me, it's a shame, it's hard when pretty girls start doing drugs because all the guys who probably wanted her but she wouldn't talk to, they take advantage of her when they get on drugs like that.
1: So, somebody told me that.
0: Yeah. That guy was something But she was a beautiful girl. I mean, pretty girl, man. But... You can't know.
2: yeah, see the insides of nobody. Right. You never know what somebody's going through, y'all.
0: You know? And you're right about that. And that's like I'm going to say. You know, every day we got to love, love people, even when they don't love us back. We got to smile at people. Even when they don't smile at us, we don't know what people are dealing with out here. You know, we just don't know. Uh-huh. But we got, But what if for us a... Uh, be aggressive and pushing about change. We still have to be loved, you know. We still have to be kind. We still got to smile. Even though smile a back, because I know for a fact that those things do penetrate people, you know, and mm-hmm. people are affected by. It. Yeah, oh, I know they do. It happens, like I said. I was, I was, you know, I was out. You know, I, I could take, I, could, I could care for people because somebody, some, something. Somewhere down the line, where I needed somebody to care for me, they did. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: a, even, even on the prayer call the other day, I always tell people in the prayer call, uh the call, but I love you, I love you, I love you. And, um, the other day, the minds were open, and they was like, "Jackie, I love you, I love." You, you know what? My heart smiled.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: was affected by that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I wasn't even going through anything. But it just made me like really, really happy to hear it. Where is the power? Reciprocating
2: the same energy you push out.
0: Exactly,
2: exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. And you know,
0: you what you put out in the universe, you get back in the universe. What you put out, you yeah. get back. Yeah, you definitely get back. So, you know, I believe definitely that's how we changed. That's how we changed. That's how we shift the energy here in the city of Philadelphia, and how we shift it everywhere else. We have to get back to love. We got to get back to seeing humanity for what it is. Money cannot trump cannot trump humanity. I know a guy now right now died over eight dollars. Money cannot trump humanity. Eight
3: dollars.
0: Yeah, it was a crap game. Eight dollars. Eight, that was a long, long time ago, but that man, you know, he he wasn't here to see his daughter grow up. You know, over eight dollars. Was it was eight dollars?
2: Over
0: eight
2: bucks.
0: It probably was more over ego because you know, an argument is sued over whatever. You know what I mean? So it's more mm-hmm. over ego, but the argument was over eight dollars. Yeah, I, I'm being i I saying it's eight dollars. It might have been six dollars, but I know it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't ten dollars. I know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I remember it was a very small amount of money. It's crazy. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, it is. It is crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. We do We live in a crazy world, man. now, now you know,
2: they getting killed over posts on social media. Yes,
0: yes.
2: They getting killed over just type, typing, typing words, text.
0: That is crazy. And I'm gonna say that's so, the social media though can be a hard thing because, you know, you could be having an issue with somebody. You know, like back in the day, because we used to do this all night, joke on each other. You know you get around,
3: whatever they want, mm.
0: crack, on, crack on each other, right? But now, you crack on somebody on social media, the whole world see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it could be, be a hurtful thing, that social media. We got to be a little, you know, mindful of the stuff that we put out there, man. So it is hard. It is hard, but I'm not. You know, we've been it's it been a pleasure speaking with you. I've been enlightened by speaking with you, and again, I'm super proud of you, man. I'm super proud of you, and I can't wait to see how bright your light shines because it is because you've chosen. It's you chosen this route. you you chosen to be positive. You chosen to be uh, light. You chosen to help others. Trust me, um, I can. You, you you gonna blow up, baby. I can see it right now. I can see it right now I because you that. know yo, I, oh man please I speak it into existence man I already know what's going to happen for you I mean you've been through a lot you know and that's my thing I tell people if you're not scared to die you can do anything yeah. most people are scared to die they don't want to die and they don't want to go to jail so if you're not scared to die you're not scared to go to jail then the, then the world is yours man the world is yours
2: that's crazy, yeah. man. That's what I, that's, that's I base my change on. There you what you go. just said. I, said, that's I wasn't right. afraid to die or go to jail. Like, I voluntarily came out here every day.
1: Exactly. Man, I can do
2: this. This ain't no pressure.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You can do it. What can you do? You've been shot 21 times. You hugged a man, a game of man. They tried to kill you, bruh. You can really do did. anything.
2: I really you can't did. You can do like, anything. And told him, don't cry. On top of that. Jesus. I was like, man, you ain't got to cry, man. Uh,
0: What is that guy doing right now? Do you know?
2: I think he's working. Oh, okay.
0: So he's changed his life.
2: Yeah, he's scared. He's scared? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do you mean?
2: What do you mean? Like, I wasn't just somebody you didn't do that to. It ain't got to be me.
0: Oh, gotcha,
2: gotcha. So, like, his people still living in that moment, like, that I don't go around at all, so.
1: Wow.
2: Like, like I, I walked away from the streets on my own. Everybody I used to deal with is still in the street. I don't hang out with them. I don't call them. I don't do nothing. Wow. Like, I, I really, like, changed myself, right? In the streets? In
0: the streets allow you to walk away?
2: What they going to do? They don't want me in them.
1: Wow.
2: Like, like a mad me and a I don't trust nobody me, I don't mm-hmm. even like him.
1: Wow. I know
2: nobody is going to like him. Wow.
1: Wow.
2: Like, like, I know I was sleeping in an abandoned car so nobody can find me. The next person wow. I can say that about him. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I I know this thing. Uh, I need to get away from that street life. I had to get away.
0: Wow. And I want people to hear this. I want young people to hear this because people glorify. They glorify that lifestyle. But is it's that anything to glorify? glorify? Yeah. Is that anything to glorify?
1: I, I,
2: I really uh, like. I want to tell them something like. Hmm. It's 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 always one person right that go to the extreme right, that you might think your mom and them safe and just to make you come out they go do something to your mom and them. Jesus. That's what I want them to understand. It's people like that that do exist. So you might your your parents might not be in the street and you might be in the street if they can't get to you, they not to bring you out. Oh, and I, I don't want nobody living with that when they hear Something happened to their mom because of what they was doing. Wow. Nah. Um, and there's no glory in that.
0: No glory in that.
2: It's, it's, no money. No money. Say that again. It's painful. Lady.
0: Yes, it is.
2: You know the first thing gonna come out of their mouth? His whole family gotta die. Jesus. That's the first thing. listen, that's the first thing that's gonna come out their mouth. Knowing their mind got harmed because of them.
1: Oh my God.
2: So that's well. That's why I understand what's going on. Like I really do. Wow. Uh-huh. But they really, they really need to take a break, though, from that music and the drugs, and just sit back mm-hmm. in a dark room and think about who they are. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I say that the drugs are
1: really
0: wanna, running a number on everybody. It is not just black folks. On every Yes. Yeah. So. Um, uh, you know, the fact that Philadelphia has a Kensington, a place where. Know, like, uh, my brother crazy, Rob right?
3: said.
0: Yeah. My brother Rob said, you know, Rob, Rob said, Kensington is a place where people go to give up. People yeah.
1: Go
0: to give up.
2: Yeah. Cause you're not obligated to do nothing but get high. Genius. That's all. That's that's all you're obligated to do is get high. What? And why do you think that is?
0: Have you ever did drugs before?
2: I smoke marijuana. run. Okay. I don't take. I don't. I don't take a uh, hospital medication. Oh. Okay. Okay. I. Like, I don't know what their medication do to me. Mm. mm that's
0: interesting.
2: Plus,
0: somebody who's been shot twenty one times, you gonna take hospital medication? No, I'm afraid of it. You took somebody medication though. Uh-huh. You don't hear a lot from no you don't hear a lot from no gun
2: wounds without taking no hospital no, I, medication. I, I, <laughs> at the beginning I had
0: it. at the beginning
2: I had to take it, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. In the beginning I had to take it. When I stopped taking it, I almost lost my mind, though. Like, I was tripping.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah. Like, the side effects were so heavy, I didn't even know I was living in an illusion. Until I got caught, like, until it all came out of my system. Wow. I felt totally different. I'm like, hold up. I start remembering stuff. I start understanding different. Like I, I really was like wide awake after after all the medicines flushed out my body. Wow. Mm. Um, after that, experience, I said I'm cool because they had me on OxyContin, trazodone. Xanax's, Lovinox, Coumadin, and something else. I, would, I had to take six different medicines.
1: Mm.
2: So by the time all that, I winged off all that, I was I was tripping a little bit. I
1: had anger, issue, and everything. Wow. Wow. That's
0: crazy. It's so crazy. When I think about all of that, you always have you still have to navigate the everyday day to day life, you know what I mean? You know what
2: yeah. But I didn't know it was real. what wasn't
1: though.
2: Mm. I was like I was just like a, a zombie almost. I was always drugged up. Oh, uh,
1: so
0: are you exercising regularly, regularly now? Like, what's your routine? Yeah.
2: Yes, I do oh, okay. I do push ups, I walk for about an hour. And I and I live weights. Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
2: definitely stand shape.
0: So right now you are at
1: peace, you think?
2: Yeah. I'm I'm am I'm, I'm, I'm hard to i hard to get off my um off my center, I, I don't want bother me no more. I even, like, I, I, I narrow down the people I, I converse with because uh, everybody intelligent, not intelligent. They just want to be intelligent or sound intelligent. I
0: uh, kind of narrow down to the people I talk to. Okay, gotcha. You. Got you. okay. Well, it's the third time I'm trying to close this call out. We keep on, we That about three times. But the conversation is so good. I'm so I feel, I feel like you know I've barely been educated by listening to you. So thank you, thank you. Um, everywhere we are gonna close this call out. Again, I am gonna thank my brother for being able to be transparent, to share. And again, I'm the let you know just proud of you and I'm so happy for you and just for your strength and your transparency. It takes a lot to be vulnerable. Vulnerable. You know, a lot of women, as emotional as we are, you know, we, we, we're not vulnerable, you know. It takes a lot. It's a, it's a, it takes a lot to be open, you know, to that. So kudos to you, and I thank you. I thank you for that. And, and I, I want to personally thank you for intentionally um, moving in the direction to help young people, to help young black men out so that they don't have to go through what you went through. I want to thank you for that because it's needed. It is needed. Um, my name is Jackie. I go by the name of Shine Light. Every morning, we do the Pray for Philly call. That is Pray, the number four, philly.com. I ask that each and every one of you listen to this call, please, please join us every morning at 6 a.m. as we pray for the healing and the destruction of gun violence in the city of Philadelphia. Um, as you learned today, we do much more on that call than pray. Which I think is a, the number one thing that you can do. But we do much more on that call. We actually pray. Um, uh, we follow the prayer with the meditation and then we go into um we open the lines up and we have conversations just like the one that we had here this morning with this brother. Um so I invite each and every one of you to be a part of that call in the morning. Again, simply go to pray the number four Philly dot com and register when you register. Um you put in your email and you'll receive email notifications every day around six thirty to notify you and give you information to call and instructions. So um I actually every one of you listen to this um, interview, please definitely register and be a part of our our loving, loving, loving community. So I expect my brother to be a part of our community. I hope to see you on the call every morning. We do it every, we've do every. we been doing it every morning since June the 1st. The goal is to be able to do it for the summer because we know how it gets crazy in the summer, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: um, yeah, it gets crazy in the summer. But um, from that call, we've actually created an, another um, initiative that we're working on towards mentorship. And as I listen to this brother and have this conversation with him, um, it's confirmed to me and my spirit that we are in the right direction with the mentorship. We need people touching our young people. We need to build community again, positive community, that aims to pour positivity and encouragement and enlightenment into our people. Love, 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 love that word. Love is how our people, you know. And that's how we that's how we break the backwards on violence of the city of Philadelphia by connecting, reaching out, Giving people, giving young people what they need when they need it the most. When they need it the most. Like the brothers said, before that, hate can penetrate their heart. Right? Yeah. You know, everybody's going through something. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. So, uh, please, I encourage everyone to be a part of the call in the morning. Um, again, that's com. I look forward to seeing you every morning at 6 o'clock. Again, bro, I want to thank you, and I'm I'm, a, I'm a, let me be the first to congratulate you on all of your successes because I see you going far. What we didn't mention in this call that this brother is a comedian, so he's decided to, you know, heal through laughter as well, right? You know, through yes. laughter as well. Tell us a little bit about that, the comedy.
2: Um, I just uh, speak about me what I've been through. I just mm. put it in a, in a in a funny way, like <laughs> so a way a way people that know what happened to me say I can't come see you because you make fun of yourself. Mm, okay.
1: Because
2: yeah, they know not... they know the, the true details of what happened, like. Mm, okay.
0: So and again, um let people know where they can follow you at on social media.
1: Oh, you can follow
2: me on uh, on Instagram at Billy Rick nineteen seventy eight. And on Facebook at Billy Rick.
0: All right. So Billy Rick nineteen seventy eight on Instagram and on Facebook at Billy Rick. Why do you call this up why do you call this up, Billy Rick?
2: Oh my middle name, Williams. Uh-huh. And my first, my nickname was Rick.
1: Oh, so, you know, okay. Will, Will,
2: yeah. Billy, uh-huh. and then Rick, I just, I just, it's still my name. It's still me. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, gotcha. I just gotcha. use my nickname. That's so, all.
1: All
2: right, my, All right.
0: There you, all right, there, you have a good one. Again, PrayForFully.com. Please register. Join us every morning at 6 a.m., Thank you so much for um, allowing me to, you know, talk you to death this morning, Billy. Mm -hmm. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. Peace. Peace. All right. Peace.
3: Peace.